0: Today, I've got something a little bit different for you on Positively Influential. I, a little while ago, before I paused this podcast for a while and then came back, I had run various prizes, if you like, for supporting getting this podcast off the ground um, and taking part in some other challenges that I was running, opportunities to have some coaching on my podcast and this is the first of those opportunities. I wanted to show you, I guess, how easily, with the right support, with the right knowledge, with the right mindset, with the right tools, you can shift. Things about how you feel about yourself and how that makes a difference then to your business, particularly if you're running a business that is about making a positive difference in the world. So, in a minute, I'm going to introduce you to Karen Gibb, and you'll hear a little bit more about her shortly. In the meantime, though, I want to let you know all about the uh, Winter Wellness Entrepreneurial Winter Wellness Summit that I'm hosting on the seventh and eighth of December. Now, these are for anyone who is an entrepreneur or in the health and wellness space who knows they need to manage themselves better uh, to just feel better, not approach burnout, stay away from that baby um, and also want to network and have a little Christmas party online as well. Tickets are totally free. We are raising money for the charity Mind and we have over £10,000 worth of prizes for entrepreneurs in the health and wellness space. We've got coaching courses, memberships, um, you name it, we've got it. And I'm really thrilled with the the level of speakers we've got, we've got 35 speakers coming in to support me with that two day online summit. So if you're interested in coming along, the link will be, be below, but it is at www.influentialbreathwork.com forward slash winter wellness. Okay, on with the rest of today's show. I hope you enjoy it. I'd love to hear from you actually, your your takeaways from having heard this I was going to say live. This coaching, this live coaching is unedited, raw, and ready to go. So, Karen, as you know, I wanted to give you an opportunity to have a coaching session that I share with my podcast. And I want to just be open with the audience with the audience with the listeners that we haven't spoken before we've no. not we've not really met we've had a, a little bit of back and forth on uh, Facebook messenger, and I know you've been in my communities for a while mm-hmm. um so what would be great is for you to just say tell us a little bit about you tell us sure. what you do what you're, what's going on in your business in your life, and um we can start from there
1: absolutely. So I'm Karen, and my business is Mind Marvels. So we work in primary schools and nurseries, delivering wellbeing sessions that help children to feel that little bit calmer. So we we work around mindfulness and relaxation and breathing and positive affirmations. And recently, we just franchised a business. So for people who don't maybe know, um franchising is all about uh having a support network around you of people in nearby areas so everyone's self-employed and they have their own little area where they work in but overall we're a big team it's really nice to to have that
0: and so where do you fit into the business is it your business
1: or do you own a franchise or yep so it's, it's my business so I was a teacher before and then mm. I was really interested in mental health and wellbeing I wasn't sure how it fit into the school curriculum. So I kind of started exploring different things and then came, well, I, I developed Mind Marvels after a lot of tried and tested methods with the pupils in my class. Amazing. I'm not sure how they felt, but <laughs> um, really, really enjoyed it. So that was back in 2018 into 2019. Okay. And then we franchised around probably just, just close to a year ago now. Um, and we've we've just been on a a lovely roller coaster ever since (laughs) okay
0: so what are the what would you say are the biggest challenges for you Karen in in running that business
1: I think the biggest challenges are probably coping with everyone maybe wanting different parts of you so you have a lot of different personalities in a franchise and and people come from different walks of life which is just Amazing, and it gives so much perspective to what you do. Um, but stepping out of the business, so now I don't work in schools and nurseries so much. I, I, I'm more in the office, developing the franchise. So for me, the biggest challenge is sometimes can be letting other people like take over. It, it sounds strange, but it, yes. it's something that's been part of me for so long. But I'm so keen to see it spread throughout the UK and and for people to really. It touch more children's lives in such a positive way. So, there is a little bit of that letting go that can be difficult.
0: <laughs> so, let's talk about that letting go because that's quite a common issue for people. Mm. How are you experiencing that?
1: I think it's just, it's become such a part of my life that when it's not in, immediately part of my life, I do feel a little bit lost, I think. Um, mm. In a really positive way, though, I'd say. I'm always ready for new challenges, new experiences, but I think it's it's different when it's other people are stepping into that role and it's it's more about how you let that go as a franchisor and you let the franchisees come in and and take on that role essentially that that you always had and that you created for yourself
0: so what what behaviours and actions do you find yourself doing as a result of that
1: not really wanting to let go? I think sometimes I worry, I worry, you know, I worry, am I doing this right? Am I making the right decisions? Um, is everyone happy? I think that's, I've always been a natural people pleaser. And I'm always, I'm always wanting to make sure that people are, are happy and, and that I feel I've done a good enough job as a franchisor. There's so many hats to wear when you're running like the main part of the business. That is really great to it's great to take that step out of schools and nurseries but it's also Mm. it's quite overwhelming to be the person at the top sometimes
0: and I I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that people pleasing side of you (laughs) and how that's potentially
1: potentially holding you back at the moment potentially yeah I think it's a natural worry I've always had as a a child and as an adult and wanting to people please and and do right but I think as I grow as a franchisor and I grow as a person I'm beginning to realize that I can't people please like not everyone's going to like me and that's something you just have to deal with in life so I do incorporate a lot of the strategies that we teach the children you know I do my own mindfulness and I'm very into my own well-being I mean I'd be an absolute hypocrite if I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, absolutely but I think sometimes it's it's just letting that go that inner oh is that good enough chat that I do here inside internally sometimes
0: so where did that I'm not good enough or (laughs) am I
1: good enough and wanting to people please where did that come from do you know it's really funny I know exactly where it came from it was um as a child I was really I don't want to say I was bad at maths because I know that's like a limiting belief but I was really terrified of maths as a child, and I, I did not enjoy it. And I used to get the absolute fear about it with my primary school teacher at the time, who was, to put it mildly, a little bit terrifying. <laughs> and I think, yeah, from that has always stemmed this belief of, am I good enough? Can I can I do this? Um,
0: so that, that feeling of, um, am I good enough? Mm-hmm. In what way does that impact the business and the decisions that you make?
1: Sometimes I can be really slow at making decisions, like painfully slow. I'll sit on things for weeks or I'll agonise over the smallest insignificant detail, like the branding, Mm -hmm. like something going out to the franchisees, you know, like an email or a letter. And I think sometimes it's just like you just have to put it out there. (laughs) <laughs> and and what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm not entirely sure. So, what's the what's the knock-on effect then of of having of
0: being being really slow in making decisions, particularly as the business grows?
1: It's just slowing everything down. It slows the growth of the business. It slows. It, yeah, it just it halts the business. I think sometimes had a strategic business decision maker with me, that would be a lot easier. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're on your own you do start to question and if you have someone next to you then perhaps you can make decisions quicker but I see this in my mother my mother's very like this as well very um slow at decision making but my dad's Mm -hmm. very um fast-paced and he just likes to get things done so I want to be in the middle (laughs) okay
0: and let's talk a little bit about that vision then. Where is the company going?
1: What what is your what is the vision? Oh, the vision's huge, absolutely. I'm I'm really ambitious and driven for the Mind Marvels franchise. So what we want to do is expand across the UK um and then eventually expand into Australia for franchising as well. So we do have sort of like a five, ten year goal sort of mm-hmm. strategy. But sometimes when you're in the driving seat and and you're doing the day-to-day, you know, you get bogged down in in all the details as well. Why does this work matter to you? It's life-changing for franchisees, for myself and for the children that we work with. And it's that ripple effect in the community. So your you're impacting children's lives, parents, teachers, the school, the community, you know, it's... It's really difficult to measure well-being, but the smallest impact that you can make. So, if mm. someone makes that decision between taking a breath or walking away, rather rather than a big confrontation that could end, you know, tragically in some cases. It's those moments you can't quite capture, but they're the ones that, that really do change.
0: So, so let's say then that because of the 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 speed at which you are stalling decisions, mm-hmm. um, what
1: would be the worst case scenario of that for you? <laughs> that n- no progress happens. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a little saying, messy progress is still progress. Mm-hmm. And I really like that saying because I try and use it when I do feel myself stalling or I think for me it's a lot of it is overthinking so it's it's not even not making the decision it's like well what if this happened this happened this happened and Mm -hmm. really it's like just make the decision and then you'll see the outcome rather than worrying about the outcome.
0: And how much of that outcome how much of that worrying and the overthinking is tied in with the people pleasing?
1: Yeah probably a lot actually I hadn't linked the two but yeah okay so
0: what I'd what I'd love to do is, if you're willing, for yeah. us to do a little bit of subconscious work on, um, on delving into what what this is. So you've yeah. already pinpointed that there's there's a situation in maths. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's anything earlier or if there's anything we can unlock from that. Are you oh, willing wow. to give that a bit of a go? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to preface here as well that, seeing as we're recording this and it may well be going out on the podcast, that you don't have to reveal anything okay. that you don't wish to sure and that it's still possible for your subconscious to let go of anything it no longer needs okay so we're just going to do that since you only share what you're happy to share
1: okay so
0: I'm, what i'm going to do is i'm going to ask you a series of questions which might get a little bit annoying because you know how normally when we're asked a question and we don't want to answer it we'll change the subject Well, this time, I'm not going to let you change the subject. We're going to go on a particular path. We're going to follow one pathway of thought for you. Um, And as we do this, what happens is you're going to go from conscious thinking, the surface level thinking, back into your your subconscious. And so it will get harder and harder to answer the questions. Okay. Even though the questions are really simple. And the questions are going to come from the language that you give to me and I'm going to bring it back to you that's why it can get really annoying because you're going to think Anna, I've just answered that <laughs> so let, let's start at the beginning okay and my first question is going to be what's important to you about people pleasing getting
1: things right
0: mm-hmm. what's important about getting things right
1: being accepted okay and what does
0: it mean to you to be accepted relief <laughs> okay why relief i think
1: you always want you always want people to think the best of you so it makes you feel better so probably mm-hmm. contentment and
0: knowing that in order to have contentment you believe or have believed in the past that you want people to like you, mm-hmm. uh, um, what does that bring to you? The awareness that in the past that's been your behaviour.
2: Awareness, um, just
1: knowing that that's a way to be liked. I think is kind of leading back to that acceptance. It's like everything's okay if everyone's accepting of you. That's probably what okay. my subconscious says.
0: Let's um, let's just go back to one of the things you said just there. What's important to you about being liked?
2: <sighs> Good mm. question.
1: What's important to me about being liked? I think it's an ease, you know, it's an ease. Ins- uh, it's a feeling of ease inside yourself that you're doing everything right. Mm-hmm which I know by the way sounds ridiculous I I totally (laughs) not at all not at all so having that ease inside yourself what does that give you just peace of mind absolute stillness calm kind of calm feelings inside
0: and when you have those calm feelings and peace of mind
2: what does that give you
1: I think it leads back to that acceptance the sort of probably the loving feeling of everything's okay you know that kind of cotton wool feeling what's important about having that cotton wool feeling of
0: everything being okay
1: total security like in my life personally professionally just that warmth from everyone or or within
0: yeah. and knowing that you can have that warmth
2: what does that give you?
1: <sighs> I think it goes back to that peace of mind, the just a total stillness again of everything's okay and it and it will be okay.
0: What would you say is the most important thing about having that stillness for you?
1: How much it. Can impact my life, so if things are still and calm i'm so much i'm a better person for it'm I'm, I'm more okay. uh, proactive productive nicer <laughs> okay what's important
0: about being better and nicer for you
1: <laughs> These are oh. the values of the business you know it's okay t- when I feel out my depth i don't want to have those unsure feelings of of uncertainty. Okay. Tell
0: me about what it means for you to feel out of your depth.
1: When I'm unable to make any decision, small or big, um, when I'm not able to focus my mind, when I'm constantly worrying or catastrophizing things inside my head as well.
2: When you catastrophize,
0: how's that serving you? not at all good <laughs> not at all <laughs> okay, good a bit of laughter there so knowing that it doesn't serve you at all to catastrophize and overthink mm-hmm. recognizing that that's quite funny that you do it anyway oh yeah yeah what does that give you now noticing that
1: probably a bit of acceptance of myself because I think I can be mm. quite angry you know internally like Oh, I can't believe you're being like this. You know better. Look at your business. You know how to feel calm. <laughs> but you okay. know, I'm, I'm, so when
0: you when you feel that anger, mm-hmm. what does it imp- imply
1: to you that things are not? In, I'm not in control. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly it, and and not in a controlling way. It's just I know that sounds silly, but it's more. I like to know where I stand and when, I, when I'm unsure of where I stand, that's when I get all the kind of turbulence inside my head.
0: And When you have that turbulence inside your head because you feel out of control, mm-hmm. or not in control, yeah. shall we say, how does that
1: complicate things? Everything just takes so much longer to do. So everything's really drawn out. You know, I could quite easily spend a couple of days lying around doing nothing. And, you know, I'm kind to myself. Don't get me wrong. If I have a bad day, I'm not like work, work, work. You know, I, I'm quite realistic that sometimes we do have off days, especially as women in our cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it could go south quite quickly. Um, but I'm able to recognise it fast enough to uh, potentially pull myself out. And knowing
0: that when you are in an emotional state or mental state that
1: you have the tools to pull yourself out, mm-hmm. what does that give you? A, a bit of freedom, yeah, because I see it in other people, like friends or family that are not able to use tools that can't regulate themselves, I think. Um, it gives It gives me that clarity or that ability to know that this feeling is temporary.
0: So knowing that any of the anger or frustration that you feel is temporary, mm-hmm. how does that help you?
1: Because you know it's not forever, it's not permanent, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, an emotion, good or bad, that's, that's going to come and go and that's okay.
0: And knowing that it's an emotion that can come and go and that you'll be okay, mm-hmm. what does that give you inside?
1: I think knowing that the it's coming and going gives a bit of relief, to be honest, a bit of temporary relief that mm-hmm. things will get better. And I'm a big believer in trying to, like, every day's a new day. You know, it's a cliche, right? But mm-hmm. how you feel today isn't going to be how you feel tomorrow, good good or not so good. And that
0: that knowing that you have that ability... Mm -hmm. to to change that for yourself and have that relief that that relief is there and accessible what does that bring to you
2: I think
1: probably a a bit of inner stillness that things will will be temporary because it wasn't always like that you know there'd be (laughs) many times but it would drag on for ages (laughs) yeah so stillness is a big thing for you huge yeah absolutely Massive. tell me about that i think because i'm such an outgoing bubbly person i'm actually quite an introvert but it's it's not recognized so easily so i spend a lot of time myself but i really mm-hmm. enjoy my own company <laughs> okay. and i like so when it comes to when
0: it comes to the people pleasing
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing that you're okay on your own because you enjoy your own company yeah what do you notice about those
1: two things do I spend time alone because of the people pleasing or (laughs) I'm not sure um but I really I really enjoy my own company I think I think that's Mm -hmm. I think that's okay I have a lot of friends that don't want to go to events themselves but I never ask people to go to events I usually just go myself
0: (laughs) so that that
1: desire to people
0: please Mm -hmm. and how it is Slowing you down with making important strategic decisions, yeah um talk me through a way that that might play out for you
1: so it could be something like I have so I always schedule emails to go out um to, to franchisees. I don't like to you know when you have any you don't want to bombard with emails, so I always like to schedule them out over a couple of days if I've got a few emails to send. So if I have an email to send, I'll write it out and I'll schedule it. But then I'll probably go back two or three times before I know it's going to go out, just to check Mm. that everything reads okay, that there's not any sort of tone that could be misinterpreted, um, that I've said please and thank you, which I always do anyway. Mm.
0: (laughs) So that actually could, as your business grows, those Mm. kinds of behaviours could actually, as you say, stall things oh, because huge. you're not spending yeah. your time on areas of growth for the business because you're seeing to details that actually it doesn't okay. have to be you doing them or they don't need doing at all. Okay. Yeah. So let's look at that people pleasing specifically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So what I want you to do is I just want you to close your eyes. Sure. And I want you to bring to mind that very first instance of when you first felt that you weren't enough. And so you had to please someone to be enough. What comes to mind when I say that to you?
1: Definitely that whole period of my life with the teacher and the maths. I remember Mm. we had a test to do at school and I I took it
0: home. Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to imagine that you have this timeline in front of you. So you've got you You know which way is your future, which way is your past, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. where that is for you, and I want you to just float above that timeline until you find this this moment in this specific moment, not a general wash of that period, but that specific moment where you're in that classroom, is it yeah, and I want you to I want you to just be above it and look down on it and let me know when you can see it
2: yeah,
1: okay, so just describe what you can see. So I can see all the children working away, and I'm just sitting there <laughs> okay. thinking, I have no idea how to complete this. Okay,
0: so it's this in this scenario. Is this the very first instance of you at a subconscious level deciding that you aren't good enough, or is there something earlier?
1: I think I'd be about seven or eight here, so mm-hmm. I don't massively remember anything. okay let's let's
0: let's work with this and if something much earlier comes up Mm -hmm. then let me know okay so what i'm going to get you to do is i'm going to get you to if you're if you're willing Mm -hmm. to release some of the beliefs that you created at that moment regarding people pleasing and being enough Mm -hmm. are you willing to make some changes at a subconscious
1: level today good please
0: so what I want you to do is I want you to look down on this event, right? So you're going to, you're floating up really, really high, but you're still looking down on it. And you could be as high as, I don't know, the Eiffel Tower or something like that, but you can still see it. Um, And I want you, as you look at it from that perspective with young Karen in the classroom,
2: mm-hmm.
0: to tell me what you learn or observe the learning or observing of which will mean that you can release the emotion connected with the event and let go of the limiting belief connected with the event but store any of the learning so that if your subconscious needs them in the future then they'll be there is that okay yeah yeah. okay so tell me then what you learn or observe
1: I think I can just feel that (laughs) anxiety like that feeling like the tightness in my chest like even as a a young girl like that worry about it that I couldn't okay I just remember everyone sitting scribbling away just
0: just look at this event look at this specific event Mm -hmm. and in this event you notice that you have anxiety and tightness in your chest what else
1: do you notice that I just feel inadequate really um Mm -hmm. feel silly and probably stupid Okay, what, else?
2: what shame. else? can you learn? Yeah, total shame yeah. here. Um, what else?
1: Probably guilt as well, because I, I can't be on par with my classmates. Mm-hmm.
2: Good, what else? Humiliation. Okay. Embarrassment. Fear probably of getting
0: things wrong, okay, okay, so I want you to just float a little bit higher and look down again, mm-hmm. at the same event, and I'm going to just share with you what it is you've expressed so far, and I want you to I'm going to ask you then what else is missing, what else is there for you to learn or observe, so that you can preserve their learnings that release the emotions and the beliefs okay. so there was an anxiety, there was a tightness in your chest, you felt inadequate, silly and stupid and shame and guilt and that you're not on a par with your classmates and that it's Mm -hmm. humiliation and embarrassment and some fear. What else is there for you to learn and observe, Karen? It's people pleasing. (laughs) People pleasing, okay. absolutely people pleasing. So as you look at this with your adult mind now, Mm -hmm. What can you learn about the decisions you made as you look down there now?
2: That
1: uh, it like, it wasn't really my fault. It wasn't purely down to me. It wasn't your fault. Good. What else?
2: Uh, I could ask for help, mm-hmm. which is what I
1: did. Okay. <laughs> um, what else? I could look for support in my classmates.
2: Mm -hmm. What else?
1: I could just accept that some parts of maths perhaps aren't for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be great at everything I do, but that's okay. 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 What
2: else? that it's it's okay to feel like this, like this moment will pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, just put right up high, looking down on that event.
0: And you've already taken some big learnings. Mm-hmm. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't about you. You could ask for help and look for support. You could accept that this will pass. And that maybe it's just some parts of maths, it's not my whole self. And that it's okay not to be great at everything, and it's okay to feel this way. What else can you learn, Karen?
2: So you can preserve those learnings and release the
1: emotion and the decision. It's okay to get things wrong. It's it's it's, it's okay to observe and make decisions. And I guess they might not be right at the time, but you don't know until you try.
2: Mm -hmm. What else do you need to learn? To forgive myself. (laughs) Good. Mm -hmm. Just to, to let it go in a positive way. What else? To just
1: be myself you know to to be okay with the abilities that I have and to to maybe hone in on the ones that I'm good at or that I excel at good
0: what I want you to do now is to float down inside that event so you're looking at it through your own eyes and I want you to just go inside to the areas of your body that have felt this anxiety and tightness in your chest. Is there anything else you're feeling in your body?
1: Probably, like, nervousness and okay. feeling unsure. Okay. So where's that located in your body? Palms on my hands, stomach, mouth
0: is dry. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to breathe in through your nose, taking the breath to those areas, releasing through the nose as well. Taking the breath to those areas as you
2: breathe gently. Noticing that your palms are going back to normal.
0: Yeah, you're nodding, good. Noticing that the parts in your belly softening, they're really softening. They're not hard anymore. Mm-hmm. Can you feel that? Yeah?
2: Yeah.
0: Keep breathing. I'd like you to breathe into the tightness in your chest and notice that with each breath that you take, you're able to relax the muscles around your ribcage your intercostal muscles
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're able to relax your diaphragm
2: and relax your shoulders and
0: after another couple of breaths when you know that that tension and that fear has been replaced by a feeling of calm and peace and stillness let me know when you've made that change
2: Yeah, feel better.
0: <laughs> Good. So what I want you to do is just check on those emotions there in that moment, with mm-hmm. the maths in front of you. And I want you to set to ask yourself, are the emotions there or have they gone now?
1: They're still a little present, but not as severe.
0: Okay, okay so flirt, come back out of the scene and up above. Mm-hmm. Up above. Look down. I'd like you to observe what else there is for you to notice and acknowledge in order to have full forgiveness and to release this need to people, please. I'm going to remind you of what you've shared so far, that there is an anxiety and a tightness in your chest, that you feel inadequate or silly and stupid, that there's shame, there's guilt. You're not on a par with your classmates and there's humiliation and embarrassment and fear that this really is people pleasing. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't about you. You could have asked for help and you could have looked for support and that you can accept yourself. And that maybe it's just some parts of maths, not the whole of you, And that you're not great at everything. And that's absolutely OK. And it's OK to get things wrong sometimes as long as you're being yourself. It's all right to observe for a while and make decisions and you don't know until you give it a go. And it's okay to forgive yourself and to let it go in a positive way. What else is there for you to learn at deep subconscious level, Karen, so that you can preserve the learnings and release the emotions?
1: I think it's that my family will help me, like they'll always be there. I think sometimes I've, I think as a child look, I thought, at the event.
0: look at the event just stay in this event so your family will help you
1: mm-hmm. with okay. the maths yeah
2: my family will help me what else
1: perhaps that I don't necessarily need maths in my mm-hmm. life <laughs> mm-hmm. you know I can, find sources to help
2: good Mm -hmm. what else that it doesn't
1: make me silly or or stupid it's just what does it make you the word weak came to mind but i don't mean that in a negative way although i know it sounds negative i just mean that i don't excel in that area in my life and and that's okay
2: okay Okay. So noticing that you're not
0: silly or stupid, what else is there for you to notice?
2: I think everything
1: will be okay. This is a small moment in my life. And although it might change to some degree the outcome of my life, it's not going to define me anymore. Good. Is there anything else for you to learn? I'll get by. I always do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, lovely. So go back inside the event.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: want you to check on the emotions. Are they there now or have they gone?
2: Yeah, they've gone. Good.
0: So, what I want you to do is to be above your timeline again mm-hmm. and slightly before this event happened and all of the bits leading up to that particular event. And I want you to float above your timeline all the way back to now with all the subsequent memories and events where you people pleased and thought you weren't enough or were silly or stupid, and uh, really at the rate that you need to go at to release that belief at each of those subsequent events, I want you to go to this position before each of those events, release um, release the emotions and preserve the learning so that if you do ever need them, they'll be there. So taking your time to come all the way back to now, integrating at full deep subconscious level and when you're ready when you've made that deep change
2: open your eyes and come back
0: knowing that a big change has taken place <laughs> so Karen has come back really smiling so tell me tell me how you are
1: right now that was just it was oh I can't speak yet. <laughs> Okay. It was. Um, I remembered so much about that event that I didn't know that I remembered. But then, yeah. most importantly, when I came above my th- and above the timeline, I could see other events as a child, which I'd totally forgotten about. <laughs> yeah. When you said have a think about other, I could see them all yeah. there. Yeah. Um. And I realise it's not part of me. Although it's part of me, it's not part of me now. You know, it's right. it's a learning. Yeah.
0: So tell me then a little bit about if something had happened in the past and you really wanted to people, please, yeah. in your business,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, what would happen now? Would you still do the same
1: behaviours? No, I think, I mean, it would take some training. Let's let's be realistic to some degree. But um, yeah. I think it's, it's like probably putting a bit of a question to it, like what is this worth? You know, is this worth me rereading an email five times? Is that worth my time? No right, um,
0: and so for you as a business owner with someone with a huge, important mission, yeah, is it worth your
1: time to worry and to to people please? No, not at all. It's you mm. know, as long as you're leading with empathy and love and kindness, then that's that's what you need to to be a good business leader. Um, absolutely. So, what's going to shift for you now, having that awareness? I think just being more aware this is what I'm doing I hadn't realized the two were linked the people pleasing and the the sort of insecurity (laughs) and I think it's just been that conscious aware now that I've been subconsciously aware
0: yeah yeah bringing that in so there's also there's also some somatic awareness so what I'd like you to do now is I just like to invite you to close your eyes just close your eyes again and what I want you to do is pinpoint in your body now Mm -hmm. That feeling of peace
2: that you can have. And if there are any blockages or obstructions to where that peace is. Okay.
1: Some slight tension, I'd say, in my shoulders. Okay. Um, So describe that tension to me. Probably a bit like someone holding down.
0: Okay, so like, like, so there's a pressure, someone yeah. holding down.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, it, that's a heavy. That's heavy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is there a color associated with it? or Strang- a Texture.
1: Strangely, I saw yellow when you said that. I'm okay. Sure.
0: So there's like a hard yellow
1: that's there. Yeah. Okay.
0: So what I'd like you to do now, again, just taking breaths in through your nose, now of your mouth, this time. <sighs> Every time you're breathing in, you're going to breathe in to release and lift off your shoulders, okay? So whatever it is that's on your shoulders,
2: the inhale is going to lift it. And as you exhale, that yellow is going to change. Keep breathing. Just take two really nice breaths through the nose, down into the belly. Now describe for me how things are in your shoulders.
1: Yeah, it's definitely starting to loosen up.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is that yellowness or that heavy feeling still there? Only a little
1: bit in one shoulder. bizarrely. Okay.
0: So what I want us to do, that one that's on the one
1: shoulder, describe
0: that to me now. What's
1: it like now? It's as if someone's putting their claws.
0: <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah. that's great. Great that your subconscious is providing something really strong and quite funny. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else came to you and said, I've got this issue that's yeah. really causing me some issue on my shoulder mm-hmm. and it feels like this, yeah, what would you advise them to do to get rid of that?
1: Probably uh, think about stresses and maybe try to ease it off mm-hmm. with some exercise and breathing. Okay,
0: so so let's let's go back. If someone said to you, Karen, mm-hmm. I've got someone holding onto my shoulder and clawing into my shoulder, what would you say to them?
1: <laughs> say, get it
0: off. <laughs> we'll get it off. Okay, so what I want you to do is do whatever needs to happen inside your mind to mm-hmm. release. That grip, that gnarly hand that's been on your shoulder, weighing you down on that side. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just want you to see it
1: happening. Can
0: <laughs> You see it happening. It's yeah, funny, right? It is funny. <laughs> okay, is it gone now?
1: Yeah, yeah. I can feel it. It's, it's like starting to loosen every, but you can feel it's it. Amazing. Total gradual. So there's no pressure on your shoulders right now. No, no. Okay,
0: just breathe into that looseness and that freeness and that stillness in your shoulders.
2: Just through your nose this time. Really slow. Any remnant of feeling of being weighed down, just with the next two breaths, you're going to exhale the remainder until there's nothing left, but freeness and peace and stillness. Okay, good. And come back.
1: Excellent. Oh. <laughs> How are you doing now? Yeah I feel really good thank you. (laughs)
0: Yeah interesting watching watching your body as well like your shoulders completely just went oh (laughs) they just totally changed.
1: It's amazing I didn't even know those were the feelings I had and you know I probably did know but not. Yeah and these
0: are the things that that as business owners particularly as when we have a level of success and our business is growing that when we leave these things untapped or unrecognized or unremedied or unhealed whatever your preference for stating it is it can mean that we don't take the actions that we need to yeah absolutely so tell me about then so we started sort of saying one of your issues is not being able to make decisions
1: tell me about how you feel
0: about that right now
1: i feel more assertive definitely and I feel it's it's always great to ask for help, you know, and I think sometimes yeah. you feel you need to know all the answers and, and we don't all know the answers. No. Um, no. And I'm really looking forward to the day when I can employ someone to be like the franchise business manager and then I'll be sort of able to make more choices freely mm. in the franchise mm. kind of above that level, which is really exciting. Yeah, good.
0: Mm. So what are you feeling now in regards to making decisions slowly and painfully
1: where do you sit with that uh i just it doesn't serve me it it does not serve me the business or the people in the business absolutely not mm. <laughs> and how are you feeling now yeah i feel really light i feel probably a bit dehydrated because i probably need to make a lot of food yeah um but i feel yeah for sure i feel lighter sure. i feel that's probably what's important mm. <laughs> And
0: through this whole session, what would you say have been your biggest realisations?
1: I think this, the stemming back to childhood and then how that's been brought into my current day. I mean, that just sounds ridiculous, but it, it really is all part of how we grow up and the genetics and the experiences yeah. we have. So that was really yeah. interesting. And the amount of information I could remember about that day. And, yeah. Like seeing my classmates who I've never probably never thought
0: about <laughs> so- No, it's fascinating. We hold um we take into our brains over two million pieces of information per second. Wow. Except that our brain can't actually process it. Yeah. yeah. So we actually at a subconscious level we process just over a hundred pieces of information. Mm-hmm. But consciously we're only aware of seven things. Wow. So when we go into a subconscious state, we are we have access to so much more yeah. information.
1: Yeah.
0: um how it felt what what the tension was like on our belt on our belly that day or something minor like that okay good yeah. so um yeah tell me about in your business as a strategic leader now mm-hmm. about how this may change your need to
1: please everybody i think I- can't people please everyone like that's impossible um to do so it's having some grace and, and letting that go in my life and realizing that's not going to serve me or or serve the people that i i mm. know i'm around if if I people please all the time then actually things might not, not get done or strategic right. decisions might not be made because i, I don't want anyone to feel upset <laughs>
0: Mm. so let's say let's say uh, an email comes in and you know you've got to respond to it yeah um, and you don't want to offend anybody (laughs) and it would normally have taken you a little while to go through that maybe you'll schedule it go back and check it again Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that now
1: I think just send the email is probably my biggest takeaway you know being mindful of not sending too many emails at once but just send the email because get it done yeah you could spend forever mulling it over
0: so much more work you've got to get done right because exactly I,
1: I'm on a mission here to change worldwide yeah. you know
0: amazing <laughs> well I hope that was useful for you today Carol. I know it was fantastic
1: thank you so much I feel <laughs> <brilliant>. <laughs>
0: amazing all right well take it take it actually if you'd like to share where people can find out about your business that would
1: be great absolutely really easy it's just mindmarvels.com and that's the same for all social media as well so we're really easy to find
0: okay (laughs) marvelous thank you So there you have it, a live fly on the wall situation at listening to a coaching session of mine that integrates some business knowledge, strategy. Um, We use a lot of um, subconscious reprogramming and then we took it deeper with some of the somatic breath work and I don't work with many people one to one these days, but I am In the new year, looking to take on three clients in January to work with me one-to-one for three months, we'll be integrating all sorts of energy healing, strategy, confidence boosting, subconscious programming, breath work, somatic work, to leave you feeling that you've had just so much breathtaking release from the things that are keeping you stuck and blocked in your life right now. Uh, it's payable in installments as well and you will have contact with me every fortnight for those three months and you'll also get some voice note support along the way as well so it will be a little bit like having me in your pocket so if you would like to find out about that please go to www.annaparkernaples.com forward slash breathtaking release but as ever that link is in the show notes I'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. So get in touch. Let me know you've listened and I will speak with you very soon.